Greetings. This is episode 1.10 of my podcast. Rather than one of my usual episodes, today I thought I would share a reading of a short story I did a few years ago. The story is H.P. Lovecraft's Ex Oblivione. I'm pronouncing the title in the correct Latin way. The reading and the sound design are both by me. Listening to this recording, I hear that my voice is hoarse to begin with, and it takes me a few sentences to get going, but other than that, I'm quite happy with the reading. And actually, considering the story itself, the hoarseness at the start fits in, because that kind of hoarseness is typical for people living by themselves who don't get to talk a lot to other people. It was night when I recorded this, and I was reading from a thick hardcover volume of Lovecraft stories, so the page-turning sounds happened in real time. Now I will leave you with a story. I hope that you enjoy it, and good night and sweet dreams. Ex Oblivione When the last days were upon me, and the ugly trifles of existence began to drive me to madness, like the small drops of water that torturers let fall ceaselessly upon one spot of their victim's body, I loved the irradiate refuge of sleep. In my dreams I found a little of the beauty I had vainly sought in life, and wandered through old gardens and enchanted woods. Once, when the wind was soft and scented, I heard the south calling, and sailed endlessly and languorously under strange stars. Once, when the gentle rain fell, I glided in a barge down a sunless stream under the earth, till I reached another world of purple twilight, iridescent arbors and undying roses. And once I walked through a golden valley that led to shadowy groves and ruins, and ended in a mighty wall green with antique vines and pierced by a little gate of bronze. Many times I walked through that valley and longer and longer would I pause in the spectral half-light where the giant trees squirmed and twisted grotesquely and the grey ground stretched damply from trunk to trunk sometimes disclosing the mold-stained stones of buried temples and always the goal of my fancies was the mighty vine-grown wall with a little gate of bronze therein. After a while, as the days of waking became less and less bearable from their greyness and sameness, I would often drift in opiate peace through the valley and the shadowy groves and wonder how I might seize them for my eternal dwelling place so that I need no more crawl back to a dull world stripped of interest and new colours. And so, as I looked upon the little gate in the mighty wall, I felt that beyond it lay a dream country, from which, once it was entered, there would be no return. So each night in sleep, I strove to find the hidden latch of the gate in the ivied antique wall, though it was exceedingly well hidden, and I would tell myself 
that the realm beyond the wall was not more lasting merely, but more lovely and radiant as well. Then, one night, in the dream city of Zakarion, I found a yellowed papyrus filled with the thoughts of dream sages who had dwelt of old in that city and who were too wise ever to be born in the waking world. Therein were written many things concerning the world of dream, and among them was lore of a golden valley and a sacred grove with temples and a high wall pierced by a little bronze gate. When I saw this lore, I knew that it touched on the scenes I had haunted and I therefore read long in the yellowed papyrus. Some of the dream sages wrote gorgeously of the wonders beyond the irrepassable gate, but others told of horror and disappointment. I knew not which to believe, yet longed more and more to cross forever into the unknown land, for doubt and secrecy are the lure of yours, and no new horror can be more terrible than the daily torture of the commonplace. So when I learned of the drug which would unlock the gate and drive me through, I resolved to take it when next I awaked. Last night I swallowed the drug and floated dreamily into the golden valley and the shadowy groves, and when I came this time to the antique wall, I saw that the small gate of bronze was ajar. From beyond came a glow that weirdly lit the giant twisted trees and the tops of the buried temples, and I drifted on songfully, expectant of the glories of the land from whence I should never return. But as the gate swung wider, and the sorcery of drug and dream pushed me through, I knew that all sights and glories were at an end, for in that new realm was neither land nor sea, but only the white void of unpeopled and illimitable space. So, happier than I had ever dared hope to be. I dissolved again into that native infinity of crystal oblivion from which the demon life had called me for one brief and desolate hour.